Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Greenfield's Finest Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Z. Bird Zidell. With me, as always, to the left of me, nine and a half toes, uncircumcised penis. Give it up for Anthony Shuley. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> a little bit further over, my good friend, my co-worker, medium-sized cock, Johnny Rosado. What's up, what's up? And usually right now, as you know, we would announce Moneyline Welsh being up in this piece. Um, he's not here for two weeks in a row. Uh, Jack actually had, w- was in the hospital, got out of the hospital. Today I got a, a call from Jack, let me know he was going back into the hospital. So please keep your thoughts and prayers with Jack. Um, he's having some issues with his stomach. And like we're going to be trying to update people throughout the week when we find out when Jack gets better and everything. Um, first thing we want to get to is please keep continuing. Please continue to vote for us in the Pittsburgh Magazine Best of 2020. I'm going to be posting a video and a link to that, but please share that and um, share that and vote on it as much as you possibly can. Even if you can vote every day, vote every day for us. We need those votes. We need to win, and uh, we know we can count on you guys. We also, at the end of the show, I'll bring it up again, but we're going to be releasing some merchandise, a whole new line of merchandise at the end of this month, hoodies, hats, long sleeve tees, stuff for kids, a whole shitload of stuff. So bust open the piggy banks, folks, because the podcast runway is about to open up. <laughs> um, dude, so how was your weekend, guys? How was your weekend, Schultz? Uh, you know what? I had a decent weekend until Sunday, and then uh, I came home and my dryer broke. Oh. Which is like... Not good. Yeah, like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? I was doing great. Especially with all them clothes still sitting in the clothes basket all wet. Yeah, yeah, right? Exactly. So she overran it. I don't know. I'm I'm pissed about it, though. You know what I mean? So You you got to fix it. I know know what I did. I took it apart, right? Yeah. So then I was watching mad YouTube videos about it. Like, okay, is it the thermocouple, the thermostat, Mm. this or that? You know, I took that motherfucker apart. There's no way I'm putting that back together. <laughs> no I, fucking way, dude. I, I'm gonna have to buy a whole new like circuit. No, I'm telling you, dude. After the show, get with me. My boy Tommy fixes them. He fixed my dryer. Fucking runs like a dream. Yeah, like, I'm gonna have to give him a fucking call. You, yep, I'll hook you up with him. <laughs> it's it's like a it's like a puzzle right now. It is. It, it's <laughs> a, yeah, that's one of them ones you just go. Leave it to the professional. Well, no, see, that's <laughs> the thing. I thought I could do it myself. <laughs> Took the whole fucking thing apart. I got shit laying everywhere. Rosa got clotheslines running in the backyard like a ninety-year-old Italian lady. No, you know what? She did do that the one day, but she took uh, she took him to her mom's house. I was like, that's well played, the young lady. I like. But the that. worst is she probably made her mom do him for. Her, well, you know? Someone got to do yeah, it. Right? I don't yeah, right. As long as they get done, her mom probably folded yeah, and put them away for you. They folded way better. So yeah. I was like, your mom definitely folded these. Way to go, Rosa's mom. <laughs> At least someone does something around that house. <laughs> Just kid, love you, Rosa. What's up, Johnny? How was your weekend, bro? It, it was good. Uh, golf with you Saturday. Yeah. Just hung around the house Sunday. That's it. Nothing too major. Nice, nice. Yeah, Z-Bird was I, out there striping the ball a little bit. Yeah, dude. Um, Saturday went. We went golfing. It was like me, uh, Rosado, Andy, Eddie. We had a nice little foursome. We went out to Victory Hills. Fire grub out there. Fire breakfast. I got a new head cover I found in the lost and found. I didn't lose it, but I did find it. So I got a new head cover for my driver. Went out there. Golfing was a blast. But after golf, we had a, um, I had a comedy show with, like, Joey Welsh, Samantha Bentley, Marcus Cox, all the people. And then Ya Jagoff actually put it on. It was, like, one, I guess our competition in the contest. But I got to, like, talk to the dude. Who owned it. Cool dude. But the show was fucking awesome. And it was there was, like, 50 people in a parking lot down in Manchester in, like, an industrial park. And it was funny because like you could tell people haven't been out in a minute because people were letting fucking loose. You know what I mean? The white claws were flying. The whites were everywhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> people were passing around bottles. I think there was a little bit of reefer getting smoked. I mean, but dude, like that one chick, Samantha Bentley, she had a couple of drinks in her and she just started grabbing up on my tuchus. You know, I, <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. I, I, she got I, herself a handful of Michael. Y- yeah, she was like, I hope I ain't part of that Me Too movement, motherfucker. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Like that's like my really good friend, dude. I love Samantha, like, dude. But we had so much fun down there, and like, I gotta be honest, like, I didn't realize how much I missed doing comedy until this weekend when I got to do comedy and like to see people laugh and to be around people. It was just like so awesome. I'm so looking forward to the future, like shit opening back up and everything being good again. Dude, I heard I heard you were a little thirsty down there. Somebody came through with an alkaline water. So anyway, 
some listeners on the podcast. Big shout out to Rob Perus for coming down, showing some love and support. But I I mean, how could I ignore the Greer family? Joe Greer <laughs> comes down with Mrs. Joe Greer, brings me an alkaline water. Everyone down here is hammering booze. Yeah. I'm dying of thirst. Running up on five years sober. It ain't worth throwing it away for a fucking no. for a white claw. Comes out with a Kirkland brand frozen alkaline water it was like honey from lips of an angel so joe greer if you're out there thank you brother i'm hammering an alkaline right now gentlemen dude gentlemen used to be my neighbor actually dude. i love joe greer yeah good used to live next to joe greer well he we used to live on stanley street like two houses away and one time we we're lighting off all these fireworks and this lady was like my daughter's sleeping and she fucking called the cops on us dude made him ran in his house was crushing like Bud Lights in your aluminum cans and shit. It was a, it was a good Fourth of July. Yeah, I, I love me some Joe Greer. So thank you very much, Joe. We appreciate it, dude. Like now we got our weekends out of the way. Moving on to the show, a lot of interesting stuff this week. We got a, we got a ton of stuff to cover. First off, Cliff Clavin. If you don't remember who Cliff is, he was on Cheers. He was the mailman that sat in on Cheers. And I don't know if a lot of people out there are familiar with what Cameo is. Cameo is like it's a way for you to pay. Like for mainly like B C list celebrities to like say a message for you. So a guy who who is like the lead singer in some weird band called Cursive. I shouldn't say it's weird. I just never heard of it. Uh, paid Cliff Clavin to say a message for United States Postal Service. And in the message, what Cliff says is, "You need to go out right now instead of buying people Christmas gifts. Go get them a couple books of stamps and save the post office. God bless." I'm like, okay, you just saved nothing. You know what I mean? You just saved not a fucking thing, Cliff Clavin. And that was $125 down the drain. Why don't you stick to well, sitting yeah. in fucking What gutter did they pull him out of to make this thing? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. Was, he, drink, was he, had, he drinking a beer? No, he was sitting there. He looked uh. like fucking Wilford Brimley. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's just sitting there like, oh, his face is, his head's enormous now. He looks like he hasn't shaved in months. The $100 he probably got is going to pay for his diabetes medication. You know what I mean? I'm just like, well, I'm like watching this. I'm like, dude, this, this is fucking terrible. Like, of all things to do, like, I don't know if it was a joke, but the dude reposted it like a bunch of times. Like, I hope I get my money's worth out of this and we save the post office. Like, he, did, he just convinced me not to buy stamps. Yeah, he did. He, he, I mean, he used fucking FedEx. And why? Norm. Yeah, I mean, I I did like him on Cheers, but I'm way more of a Norm guy. Way yeah, more of a Norm yeah. guy. I liked uh, who who's the main guy? What's his name? Sam Malone. Sam Malone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I liked Woody Harrelson's. Yeah, character. Woody Harrelson. Well, yeah, you're I can't right. remember his name, but Woody Harrelson's character was great. He was like a young goofball. He was the yeah, yeah head bartender. Yeah, but like Sam Malone was the man. But like I just like Norm. Like Norm never went to work. He was always there drinking, living all, the dream. Always lying to his wife. You know yeah, I mean? he, was he, just, he was from Greenfield. He, yeah, he had a perfect <laughs> existence. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he kept that girlish figure over the years. Like I don't know how he stayed <laughs> in such good shape. Dude, I seen him and he's in the movie Gung Ho. Oh, that's yeah. He ran over the dude at second base. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great fight. He got in a fight with uh, Michael Keaton in the, in the supermarket. Yeah, possibly the most underrated Pittsburgh movie of all time. Possibly. Oh, yeah, yeah. The best is when he's rubbing the windshield and there's nothing there. Yeah. Did you watch it the other day, too? <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, I, lo I love that part, dude. So I, this is a great – this one, we're moving on. This is great for you guys because you guys got kids. This is so fucking weird. And this, oh, you guys have great takes on being dads. So I didn't know about this these LOL dolls. I never knew what an LOL doll was. Article pops up. It's telling me, like, these are – like, they're little dolls. They have clothes on. But apparently if you would take the clothes off of the doll – it's a little tiny, like a troll size, right, guys? Yeah, they're like three inches tall, four three, inches three, tall, roughly. So, huh? so, so you take the doll and dip it in ice cold water. It sounds like someone's making crystal meth. But then, like, the clothes, like, it's like lingerie appears on this doll, on this yeah. little miniature kid it's doll. It's like they worked the cricket all of a sudden. Right, right. They went from, like, LOL to, like, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Those dolls were suspect to begin with. If you would see them and the shit yeah, they, they wear. They were dressed like 93 fluff yeah, chicks with, yeah, like, and halter like, tops and baggy pants. The names of these dolls were, like, Little Vacay Baby and, like, uh, all this, like, weird shit and, like, cherry pie. Yeah. I'm, like, well, I'm, like, well, I'm like, what's this, what's this doll name? Dude, it's like uh, they were whores to begin with. Right, right. Dolls. But the best thing about that was the video that, that you showed me with the, the lady from Australia. Talking yeah. about. She was like, who the fuck thinks this is a good idea? She was like, I hope your mother gets fucked by a wallaby. <laughs> yeah, and like hopefully her mother does get fucked by a wallaby. And then, <laughs> my, my thing is like, 
what the fuck is going on? Dude. Like, how does that slip through the cracks? Like, that's what that lady was saying. She's like, how, who thought this was a good and fucking she, idea? So, you know? so you guys, as dads, you probably have these at home. Like, uh, your kids are probably attached dude, to them. They don't really, they don't, my kids don't really play with them no more. They went they through don't. the phase and were over it. But there's like, dude, there's more shit. Like, like but dude, just the, the TikTok clothes, videos right. are my like, kids have like, are like, shirts. They, they, like, dude, Athena watched, she like got a snippet of like, the new uh, Olaf video today, and she like knows what shit means. <laughs> she's like, heard words of these before. TikTok videos, right? You know what I mean? She's hearing a lot of like uh, fucked up songs, <laughs> and I'm like, I, I don't even know where you draw the line. And then there's the game Roblox, where if you're not paying attention, there's some like adult type weird shit going on there, like, like, like. I mean, just give it. Just, just like, it? I don't even know what that is. Just, I know what it is. John showed me, or Athena showed me, it, actually. Like, it's just like, <laughs> I, it's like I like walked in on my. They're like playing like. Weird music on there, and there's like weird, like adult conversation. I, I don't like it. No, is it like people? I'm like, what talking? the hell are you watching? She's like, oh, it's Roblox. I'm like, turn that off. Right. I don't like any game. But they like, all play it. Like, if you like take away Roblox, it's like they're that's like outlet to the outside world right now. I don't, yeah, and it's like weird because I remember. Okay, I'll give you an example. I remember when AOL came out. I was like 13. I remember being 13 years old, going to Kisa Series House, talking to people on AOL. It was not in like Facebook, but you were talking to random people from all over the country. It was just the internet at the time. Just the internet. Yeah. And you didn't know who, like looking back, you didn't know who the fuck you're talking to. Like, I think these games, like, like a Roblox game, I think it should be separated. Like, okay, no, everyone from ten and under can play here. Eleven to fourteen plays here. Fourteen right. to eighteen, it shouldn't be. She like, only has like seven friends, and they're all her cousins, and like okay. maybe a couple other friends. So, like, I don't know, like, but just to, like where the roadblock sent her, like as far as like, it, it was odd. I can't, I can't remember ex the exact thing, but dude, it was just like, what are you? You know what I mean? I remember like hearing it, but like, what is that? But that's the same thing. Get mad and telling her. You, Go, going back to the LOL dolls, like, who the fuck put the time and effort in and be like, you know what, dude, if we fucking ice these broads down, they're going to look like they work at the cricket. Well, yeah, but, I mean, the thing with, yeah. Like, you're, you're a creep. You have fucking well, someone bad made, intentions. Well, so, oh, you're a piece course. of shit. Oh, I agree. They're trying to, like, raise sluts raise, up yeah, for the system. Right. Like, like, if Remember people used to complain about MTV? Now we got little slut dolls. Well, I mean, back, there was shit back when we were kids, too. I mean, I remember the show The Grind. I mean, who didn't jerk off to that when they were 12? You know what I mean? No, <laughs> I did. I, yeah, absolutely. Dude. Right, but I mean, like, Is girls, still on? girls like our age would see that. You'd see, like, girls like, I'm not dressed like, like, yeah. dress like a prude or not, but I'm just saying, like, dress like slots, and it'd be like, oh, that's the way you're supposed to be. Now you got girls even younger, and they're getting these dolls. and Like, it, it's just fucking weird, man. Like, I think 100%, like, my opinion, they should be taken off the market. That's too creepy of a toy for little girls. Yeah, to have. absolutely. That's too creepy of a toy. So moving into something that's, like, equally just as important news. Uh, if you're well aware by right now, Kogo's is about to start selling booze. That's the Kogo's in Greenfield, has their application for liquor license up, and they're going to be selling booze. And I'm just thinking, like, okay, who's this help? But then who does it hurt? It's going to hurt the community for sure. <laughs> and it's going to hurt Rialto's, but it's going to help everyone that loves to get hammered. It just makes it convenient, dude. It's all about convenience. Dude. Right. But I, I get gas, I grab a six. Well, you know, Green, Greenfield doesn't have, like, a good gecko. No. To where you can get, like, gecko, you can get some cheap booze Speedway, from. you can't even get brews. You can't get brews no. at Speedway? They're going to, they're, I guarantee you that. Yeah, they're in the works, They got to, sure. but gecko is definitely, like, taking over the game. Rialto's yeah. has been gouging people. Dude, exactly. Smash dude, they've been gouging, the dude. We'll get you, dude, on a 12-pack of Miller Lite, it's, like, 12, 12 bucks. Because like, I, I, I brought that six-pack of Bex, like, two weeks ago. It was, like, fucking 12. $13 or something. Right. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I was like, Jesus. I remember, yeah. if you think about, like, when we were younger, the hell we went through to get alcohol, and it's like, if it would have been that available, I don't think anything. That's why I paid $13, because I didn't have to go ask somebody and then sit outside of pickles. Right. But I don't think anything would have changed. You know what I mean? Like, we still would have went and found brew. You know what I mean? It's, oh, not it's like always people, there. Yeah. Right. I don't think like people were like, like oh, yeah, all the kids are going to be drinking. Like The, ki the kids that were drinking are drinking they're anyway. They're drinking, yeah. They're, it's not like Kogo's going to spark it. I'm glad, actually. I don't even drink, and I'm just glad because it's going to fuck Rialto's over a little bit. <laughs> and I'm sick of Rialto's charging me $9 for four little pepperoni rolls. But, you know what I mean? That's why I go to Capizudo's, the official pizza of Greenfield's Finest Podcast. But, yeah. Well said. Well said. I want to talk about one more thing before we go to a break. Did you guys see in the news, uh, Fernando Tatis hit a grand slam and fucking, they were winning 7 nothing, 
And it was a 3-0 pitcher's count. He didn't look to his coach. I guess, like, the unspoken rule in baseball is take that pitch. Yeah. You take... Well, especially they were running the score. It was like 7 nothing or something. Right. So you take that pitch. All right. He ended up fucking winding up, hitting a grand slam. The other team gets pissed off, and his coach makes him apologize. My thing is, like, base. this is just me speaking. Baseball is so fucking boring as it is. Like, dude, let them hit a grand slam. If you're, if you, it's not your their fault that you suck that bad. Like, I get it. There's unwritten rules and things like that. But come on, dude. Now we're saying apologizing for a grand slam, dude. I, I don't care. I don't care about the the un, unwritten rules. But the only thing about that, if it is an unwritten rule, like that pitcher's probably thinking, I'm just gonna groove this one down there to get a strike across the plate because I'm dying out here. Right. And Tatis knew that. And just lit him up, which I don't care either way. Throw a pitch by him. No, I mean, that's dude, on you. Listen, you're a professional fucking baseball player, dude. Your stats equal more money in your next contract. Yeah. You hit a grand salami. You got fucking, you just got fucking uh, three, you know, uh, ribbies right there. And you hit a grand, or, you know, a home run. So everything you do, it doesn't matter. You don't get into that hole as a pitcher. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. What, what, what we have to like, be worse I, off to, to no, be nice to people? No, but no, but like, I, like try I, your hardest. I'm all about like hitting the grand slam, but like going back a little bit what Rosado said, like, okay, that kind of makes a little bit of sense. Like, you know, this dude's just trying to fire a strike down there, get to a 3 1 count. So then he has like a little bit, so he can at least like try something. Like on a 3 0 pitch, the base is loaded, you know, a strike. Yeah, I mean, basically, yes. right, right, but okay. So if it's the other way around, if he if he's fucking two strikes, no balls, dude, and he, and he what is he supposed to fucking, you know, uh, uh, let him get a strike out to make no. him not feel bad? Like what the fuck, no, dude? We you swing, you play, no, you fucking no. play good, or don't play at all. Dude. That's you know what the fuck we gotta. Dude, it's it's just a uh, participation trophy mm. bullshit right here. No, I don't give a fuck. He hit the home run or not, but that could have been like going to a part, you know, a part of what's going on. But uh, what's Everybody the chance, so what's the chance is this, the batter looked at the coach, seen the take pitch, and was like, yeah, fuck He was you. like, fuck that, dude. Yeah. I swing away. Three, you, have, you have three balls, no strikes. I, when I played baseball, that was swing away. Even if you fucking whiff on it, you know, what do we, everybody got to be a gentleman now. We, oh, I'm sorry, did I hurt your feelings because I just smashed the fuck out of the ball? How about this? Don't mm -hmm. throw three balls in a row. I mean, yeah. he's probably going to get beamed the right. next day. Right. Well, they yeah. threw it the next batter. Right, right, right. That's that's but that's <laughs> baseball, motherfucker. Don't play don't that. Don't yell at me about it, dude. I didn't hit the fucking I'm mad about it. Right. I'm mad about it. Right. Get your gear grinder. All right, yeah, right. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with more Greenfield's Finest Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for all the support we've received from Greenfield's Finest Podcast. But there's also other podcasts out there, too. One that we'd like to let you know about, Inquisitive Minds. If you're into things of the occult, Bigfoot, spaceships, aliens, anything to deal with conspiracy theories, anything to do with the circus, all types of weird stuff. Please check out Inquisitive Minds Podcast. It's very interesting. It's ran by a local guy named Johnny Smith. You can find Inquisitive Minds Podcast on all the same platforms you find Greenfield's Finest Podcast. So if you're looking for something different, please check out Inquisitive Minds Podcast. Thank you. Hey, if you're looking for a fun night out in the South Side and you don't want to get punched in the face... Check out Finn McCool's at 1501 Carson Street. Go there, have a good time, and don't get punched in the face. Finn McCool's, 1501 Carson Street, and tell them Z-Bird sent you. Me and my wife didn't know what to do. We had a gigantic tree in our backyard that we had to get cut down. I've never done anything like this before. Who was I supposed to call? Luckily, I found Greater Pit Tree Service, a locally owned and operated company. They came out got to work, and got it done in a safe manner, and it didn't cost me an arm and a leg. Thank you so much, Greater Pittsburgh Tree Service. And they also do free work for World War II veterans. Please call 412-884-TREE. That's 412-884-TREE. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Greenfield's Finest Podcast. And one of your favorite segments, Corn Dick of the Week. This came from a story on Reddit. It came from a dude. He's 24 years old male, and his sister's an 18-year-old female. That's the, a little bit of the backstory. What happened was they went to a public pool together that was in their apartment complex that apparently, like, right now, because of COVID, you can only have so many people in the pool. The dude goes there. He's hanging out. His sister, who's his real sister, not half-sister, gets undressed. She's wearing a thong. Now, 
Next thing that happens to him is he says unconsciously he gets a boner, and that boner can't go away. He said, fuck my life. I don't know what to do. Should I please ask my sister next time we go to the pool to wear a less revealing suit, or should I not bring it up? So I'll go into this. 100% don't bring it up, or you're going to get kicked out of the house you live in. Because you sound like a fucking sicko staring at getting a boner off your sister's ass. Number two, if you were like 12 years old or something this happened, I'd be like, ah, yeah, I kind of see. I, okay, you know, you're 12, you've never seen butt cheeks before. That's ah, whatever. But if you're 24 years old, you've seen butt cheeks before. This isn't the first butt cheeks you've ever seen. And now you've seen your sisters, and you're obviously staring at her, and you said you had a boner for a while. Like, why would that be there that long if you weren't consistently staring at these butt cheeks? You're the corn dick of the week. What do you dudes think? Dude, uh, take it, sir. Dude, I, I think it's weird that he brought it up in the first place and put himself out there. Yeah. That he gets a boner from his sis <laughs> his younger sister. Yeah. That totally creeps me out. <laughs> yeah. But then the fact he, like, came out and was like, yeah, this is how I got my boner and it wouldn't go, to go away. Why would you put that out there? Well, That's he, something you fucking just shut up with and, you know, go and... and you know, say a prayer. <laughs> bury it. Yeah, right. right. What the bury fuck? Take that one out in the backyard, shoot it, and bury it. Yeah, exactly. Never speak of this again, you idiot. Right. And, and like, my thing is, like, what kind of advice, like, what kind of answers do you think, like, you're going to get on the internet? People are like, you're sick. Did you ever hear of Megan Slaw? And, like, just all kind of, like, <laughs> fucked up shit. Like, I mean, like, I don't care if you're, like, 18 or not. Like, I, I've definitely thought about, like, my mom being, like, a loser. Like, what if she met someone and I end up with a hot stepsister? But then, like, everyone she dates is a fucking loser. And so, chances are them having a hot daughter is, like, one in 400. Dude, dude your biological sister, if you're sitting at her, if you're looking at her getting wood, you're, there, you, there's, a, there's a deep-rooted issue. Yeah, the word you, you want said, to deal with. step. Yeah. But I would... Right, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but to go back to my other point, when I was at the beach, dude, some of these sisters need to start dressing a little more appropriate around the family. <laughs> yeah. Not that I say this is right in any aspect, right. but there was definitely, like, mothers and fathers and the daughters were just dressing, like, outrageously. Well, I mean, dude, today we're driving home, look, look past the pool, and there's a chick wearing, like, a thong. I don't know. All you could see was behind her, and there was, like, kids playing. She was young. I mean, she's probably younger than 18. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, that's that's just like the style of bathing suit these days. I, I don't even know if, you know. I would love it if I was like 15. I didn't have no kids. But, you know, I started to be like an adult. I'm like, dude, my kids It's girl, creepy. Right. You guys got girls. You're thinking like, you ain't ever wearing nothing like uh, that. Fuck no. We're dude. in big One trouble. pieces. John's going to get them board shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been TikTok before Trump did. <laughs> this shit's getting out of control. They got fucking five-year-old kids singing, talking about WAP. Dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's too much yeah dude not good for business my yeah friend. doing a little booty shake i'm like I, I don't know where you guys learned it but you better forget it real fucking quick <laughs> dude it's like funny like in porn there's like so many like situations with dudes like you know i have i've looked at porn before once or twice and uh there's a lot of stepsister shit on there so that's like in high demand but real sister is like crossing some fucking this, this line. dude this dude might be he might have just took that shit too far in his in his mind and you think his mind is poisoned by the porn? He's gonna need therapy or something, dude. Yeah, I hope yeah. he. I hope he something get... wrong, dude. Like that's your, that's your sister. Dude, this you is piece so of fucked shit. Up. Yeah, dude. Like there's no, like there's no, like dude. I didn't. There's no, like oh, I walked in the house. I, I was like, I, it was dark. I didn't know it was her. So I realized it was her. I was like, you guys were hanging out together. <laughs> you knew you were going to the pool together. Yeah, right. And she took her bottoms off. And you got a boner. It's like. You're a creep. You're a fucking creep. Yeah, you might need counseling. Like I said, I'm not giving an age, but like, if you could cut his age in half and he was 12, it might have been the first real butt cheeks he ever seen. I would have been like, different listen, story. young dude. Dude, I, stare at your sister's friend or something, you fucking weirdo. Yeah, right. you're at the pool. There's other there's other girls there. Well, that's the problem he was saying because of uh, the COVID. Uh, yeah. uh. There really wasn't no chicks. I'm thinking, motherfucker, <laughs> dude, just cut off going swimming with They have sister. porn hub. Dude, dude, you could check out other chicks the, from your room. The COVID, he's just been stuck with her <laughs> for too long. He's like, man, I'm dying. What's he's that tired. movie, Flowers in the Attic, where oh. they like... This is creepy. This yeah. is like Devil's Advocate, where they want where Pacino want to bang his sister. Yeah, except this isn't Satan. It's just some weirdo in Wisconsin. <laughs> it's just, he's about to catch a case. So if you're out there and your brother's been staring at your ass, and you've been wearing a thong. Put some damn put clothes some shorts on. Yeah, please. for your brother, it fucking embarrasses you and your whole family. He does something weird when he drinks some White Claws. Um, 
moving on next, we always go from now from Corndick to our new segment, Brother in Arms. I hope I say this guy's name right. Kima Silverland. He's an undrafted cornerback for the Seattle Seahawks. Got let go after trying to disguise a woman into his hotel or into the camp and sneak her in. Now, here's the one part like I wanted to know. It says he's trying to disguise her. Like, I wanted to know the fucking disguise. He just put her in, like, Seahawks gear and, like, a hat. <laughs> like, she in shoulder pads? No, no. <laughs> like, just some, like, you know, like, some NFL apparel, I think, in, like, a hat. And, you know, that's, you know, and, and like, sneak her in like she was, like, a player. Yeah. I, mean, I thought they put, like, glasses and, like, a nose and, like, a <laughs> right. fucking mustache on her. And right, I stuck dude. her with a trench coat. Right, dude. We need she looked like, like Inspector Gadget. <laughs> right, dude. That's what I'm thinking. Like, this bitch is fucking, what's she rolling around with, you know? But, like, like kicking a dude off the team, like, I, I don't know, man. Like, you can't tell me that if that dude wasn't an undrafted cornerback, which is, like, a position that's, like, they're like almost coming up like running back. Like there, there's a lot of there's a lot of cornerbacks, a lot of running backs. Dude's undrafted. If this dude's like a first round draft pick, I, I don't think he's getting kicked no, off. No, they're the turning. That's Deion Sanders. Yeah, we're never hear about it. Prime time yeah. in that coos. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, dude, there's no way that, that he ain't ponding the coos. And then fucking, what's their coach's name? John. Um, John Carroll. John Carroll comes up and high fives. I'm like, way to go, Dion. That's how you score. You know what I mean? <laughs> then he puts the video camera down. Like, Please don't make me record you again. And he's like, ha ha. But no, I mean, dude. Yeah, I mean, kick the dude off the team because you say he's not good enough. But forgetting a little coos, I man, that's kind of a shitty thing. They should have some, like, sanctions where, like, they're, like, wives or side chicks can get, like, COVID tests and bring them on in to relieve a little stress on, the, on these guys. What's uh, – okay, prisoners – in federal prison are allowed to get conjugal visits. Athletes who've come to the most elite level and made it to the NFL aren't allowed to get coups all of a sudden? Dude, did you see not I mean it's kind no, of segues you, yeah, into this. Segway. The NBA bubble, like these two Instagram models came out and just like talked about getting plowed by like seven NBA players and they were like, What was it like in there? They're like, It was lit. You know, I mean it was a great time. Well, you know, I, they they were they were fucking on like one team. They just took down like seven players on the one team. I mean, and to be honest, like them chicks were fucking smoking hot. You know what I mean? Like, didn't yeah. you think so? I mean, they they look like made up Instagram models. I mean, right? That's why I just found out they got pounded by seven of the NBA players. I mean, right? I mean, I'm I'm not. Yeah, like, I mean, I no, I'm in a committed relationship. I'm not looking for action. I'm just saying, like, I thought they were like attractive chicks to go in there and catch seven swords. Yeah, I mean, like, NBA yeah. players aren't, aren't, aren't bringing in. Uh, no, them, no, they're Mary bring, from Kobe. They're dropping the hammer, dude. Yeah. But, <laughs> wouldn't you think they would have like a stable? Of fucking <laughs> like coos. Like, okay, these girls been tested. Like, everybody, shut the fuck up. Well, I think the NBA did let them in, I guess. I mean, yeah, they right. did. They did end up letting them in. Like, check them for COVID and everything else and then get them in here. Right. Because these dudes are going nuts. One dude's talking about looking at his sister's ass. You got to get her in here. You got Boner Simpson over here. Yeah. His sister's the 24 year old male, he didn't say that his sister was in the bubble in the NBA bubble. And they were like, we had to clear this up. Let them in. But yeah, I see them chicks. They were on the. I mean,. Hey, they're, they, they look, dude, on the, in the picture, they look like they just came out of getting wrecked. Like, their mascara was all rubbed off and everything. They look like they just came, like... Oh, yeah, they were, that was a walk of shame. Did you see it? Sure, yeah. Did you see the picture I, of them? Yeah, I seen the picture, yeah. <laughs> they look like everybody was crying. Wait, wouldn't, it, <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if that shit happened in the WNBA? Like, two just regular, <laughs> regular-ass dudes just went in there, like, and they are like, yeah, man. Like, came out with their shoes in their arms? <laughs> you are like, yeah. They just came out, like, like, fucking flustered. Their faces all red, their hair everywhere. Like, what happened? I just fucked seven WNBA players. I don't know if I'm going to make it. One of them fucked me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I come on you. You come on floor. It was beautiful. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Good stuff. So, okay, everybody. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with more Greenfield Science Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Are you sick of your general contractor having sex with your wife? Well, I was too, and that's when I find out about Schaefer Inc. Schaefer Inc.'s primary goal is to deliver unbeatable quality for all your construction needs. They aim to firstly be a company principle-driven, and to achieve this, the importance is ethical business practices. That includes great work and not having sex with your wife. Please check out Schaefer Inc. for all your contracting needs. Give them a call at 412-915-1694. That's 412-915-1694. 
What's going on, everybody? It's almost that time of the year where you got to go get your sidewalks or your steps fixed. And I don't trust a lot of these idiots out here right now. I really don't. Thank goodness Giuseppe and Sons is in the area, and they're always on the job. If you're looking for any type of masonry work this season coming up, please call Giuseppe and Sons, 412-421-6711. And make sure you tell them Rocco sent you, huh? Me and my wife didn't know what to do. We had a gigantic tree in our backyard that we had to get cut down. I've never done anything like this before. Who was I supposed to call? Luckily, I found Greater Pit Tree Service, a locally owned and operated company. They came out got to work, and got it done in a safe manner, and it didn't cost me an arm and a leg. Thank you so much, Greater Pittsburgh Tree Service. And they also do free work for World War II veterans. Please call 412-884-TREE. That's 412-884-TREE. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Greenfield Smiles Podcast. We're about to hit you with a drizzaft. We're going to do our favorite 80s movies. Favorite 80s movies. We're going to get this kicked off with Anthony, Mofoke, and Shuley. What do you got, Shuley? You got the first pick over All right, dude. I'm, I'm going to go. I know everybody can fucking agree with this one. Yeah. Coming to America. That's a great. I, I can't even argue. That's a. That's that a, might be the best movie. Hey, Murphy, dude. Hey, I'll watch it tonight if it's on, dude. McDowell's. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> That's the best fucking movie in the world. It's the best movie ever made. I don't even know how you go. I'm just going to stick on the uh, Eddie Murphy. Am I going second? You go second. Yeah, I'm going to stick it on the Eddie Murphy train and go in uh, Beverly Hills Cop. I'm a big That's fan. another cool one. Eddie That's Murphy, dude, he was the king of the 80s. Yeah, he was the king of the 80s. I mean, Beverly Hills Cop was I could great. Just, I could just do all Eddie Murphys. We could have <laughs> did better. Oh, yeah, but, right. but, dude, I mean, like, Beverly, that was, like, one of the ones where the se- – I like the sequels, too. Yeah, they're, they're, usually oh, there's not yeah. a good sequel, but dude, that one – one and two up. was good. The, the third one, when they were, like, in a theme park, it got weird. Yeah, but, like, you, you got to <laughs> think, like, with, with something like that, them dudes are, like – I mean, you're you're Eddie Murphy started as a comedian, made it to Hollywood. They're like throwing all this money at you. You're like, okay, we got a movie. Oh yeah, I'd make I'd make ten of them. But then. yeah, that's why I always think like Sylvester Stallone shit. Like when he gets like Rambo thirty eight, he's like, yeah, I guess I'll do it. Yeah, like Rocky <laughs> was supposed to be brain dead, and then he came back and made like four more of them. Yeah, yeah. but hey, you got to make that money. You know, he ain't cutting grass tomorrow. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the fucking you just said my answer, but that's all right. Uh, did, oh, my you're all right. You're all right. You're all right. But no, I'm gonna, actually I'll skip that one because you said we got there's so much. I, I got to go with like probably one of my favorite comedies of all time. Favorite 80 movies. We get the most lines from it. Fucking Major League, dude. Major League's Major good. Major League's great. I mean, like, movie. how many times growing up did we, like, talk about a fur box and we'd be like, forget about the curveball, Ricky. <laughs> Give him the heater. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, when that came out, we were all, like, in Little League, so we were just, like. Starting to understand what yeah. they were talking about. Yeah, we were old enough to, like, you know. I, I just remember, like, in Major League, like, some, one of the parts that always stuck out to me was the dude when he was like, up your butt, Joe Boo. <laughs> and then he went out when he went out onto the field and got his fucking coconut cracked by a bat. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, dude, don't fuck with Joe Boo, dude. He did his shot of whiskey. That's what fucked him he up. He took Joe Boo's rum. Rum. Joe, that's rum. Joe yeah. Boo's rum, dude. Yeah, smoked his cigar, drank his dude, rum. Dude, I was young enough, dessert. like, when they were peeling off the pieces of her outfit. The, you would get a little Oh, yeah. That was big time when you're like 12. Fuck yeah, you're like, I hope they win. Yeah. Well, they, you then see, she still had pasties on. I was like, fuck. Yeah, I'm like, what do they have to do to get them pasties off? <laughs> <laughs> What's he have to throw? No fucking hitter? I want to see them tits. I'm nine years old. <laughs> that's, um, that's why, like, this isn't one of my favorite movies, but, like, my first, like, tit I ever seen was definitely Friday the 13th, and I started liking movies like that, because I was like, I knew I could get a gander at a tit, and like, I remember my mom like would take me like to the movies, these, these scary movies, like the whole time I'd be sitting there, I'd be terrified, just like, one out half eye open, just hoping that tit would come out, dude, and it never disappointed Dude, me. the 80s movies were built on structure, and to tits. where like, in, like somewhere in the movie, they were going to show you a free random tit for, you know, yeah. you weren't, you know, you, you paid for your ticket. Yep. We're going to show you a boobie. And that was in the mm. 80s. Like I said, I was from, like, you know, eight. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, like, dude, I just remember, like, being five and seeing uh, Crystal Lake one. What's that? Halloween. That right. was, or whatever, Michael Myers. I, that's when I seen, like, 
My yeah, the Friday Thirteenth would always throw you a couple nice ones Wait, who, in the tent. What, they would always that get was, somebody. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, right? That was in Halloween. No, Jamie Lee Curtis. Halloween. I'm that was Halloween. Of, I'm, I'm thinking of Crystal Lake. Whatever that was. That was Jason. That was, Jason, that was Friday, Friday 13th. 13. If you're thinking of Jamie Lee Curtis, we're going to take, I mean, this shouldn't even count, but we're going to bring up another 80s movie. Well, before you bring it I know what you're going to say. All right, all right, Don't we'll, bring we'll, it we'll up. Get, all, right, all, all right, right, wait. So you did yours. I'm going it's, back, it's back to me yeah. now, or are we doing a snake draft? You got two in a row, or what? what no, me? go to you. Go to you. All right, all right. So I'm going to go with one that it brought, when you guys started talking about 80s tits, dude, just one of the guys. Oh, uh, where she pretended like she was a dude, and at the end she pulled her tits out, and they were fucking beautiful. Yeah, that, that's that's that, a that's a like that's a coming of age movie. Yeah, those those were uh, coming in your pants movie. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a great movie, and like I said, eighties movies gonna give you a little titty to keep you go to you know to keep right. you coming back. Right, some yeah, it always did, dude. It caught me hooked on scary movies. Not now because I can just look at porn, but yeah, when I was like <laughs> five through nine, I I loved a good scary movie. Yeah, now that, yeah, I was like talking about my kids, like the shit they listen to, and I was definitely like with my sisters and Uncle Frank, watching like Friday the Thirteenth and like yeah, you know, yeah, of course, of course you were because we... I mean, like I guess that we got older, maybe like we did, we kind of like forgot about that, but like we've seen a lot of like shit we probably shouldn't have seen at a young age, right? Like my parents would be like, "Good, you're with your sister and your uncles. See you later. You're right. going out. We'll see. We'll be back in seven hours. Come yeah. back, John's hot, duct tape in a closet, black and blue." Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared shitless. I just watched uh, Freddy Krueger in uh, in uh, Friday Thirteenth. Ding Hell told me not to go to sleep. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna kill me. What do you got, Rosado? I know what you're gonna I say. I'll go with uh, Trading Places. I, I knew it. Susan, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Eddie yeah. Murphy. That is a great fucking movie. Dude, it is a great movie. Fantastic with them two old dudes. That's a, they, they end up fucking them old dudes over at the end. They're homeless. That's the best. They ended up in Coming to America. Right. They did like a yeah. cameo in Coming to America. I like Dan Aykroyd, too. Oh, he's yeah. great. Jamie Lee Curtis was hot as hell. Yeah, yeah. I mean. The, I, the English butler, great. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't dig the short hair, but she definitely came out with a set when she like. Uh, when she was like, these cost money, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck, how much? <laughs> I mean, dude, like, I'm. I'm uh, but my favorite, favorite boob movie, and, and like just one of my favorite '80s movies, but like had like the best titty scene for me, had to be Fast Times at Ridgemont High, dude. Yeah, that's Those like tits in when, when she gets out of the pool. I mean, that's like one of the most. I when he's in there hammering himself, and then she's like, Brad, you know how cute I always thought you weren't. Start playing music, don't. Don't. <laughs> don't. You know what I mean? That motherfucker's like, he's like in there and he's just going hard on himself, dude. He's just put, he might pull that thing off, dude. And he's like looking out the window and he don't lock the bathroom door. He fucking forgot about Rookie the Rookie mistake. Of, Rookie mistake. Forgets to lock the bathroom door, gets busted hammering himself. But the thing about it was cool about Phoebe Cates in that movie is she didn't go tell everybody that he was hammering himself. She's kind of like, uh, it's probably not the first time it happened to her. Let's be honest. She was smoking yeah, hot. Yeah. She probably seen dude. You, you know the the funny thing about that movie is while he was hammering himself, probably in the early eighties, there was probably like a lot of other dudes like hammering rewinding himself. and yeah. replaying that scene and hammering, hammering themselves. themselves. I, I wasn't even hammering myself, and I broke Friday the Thirteenth, the scene from where the girl got in the lake and out of just rewinding it fast forward. My mom stole this little TV that had a VCR in it. She stole it from some appliance store, and I remember like I just kept sticking the tape in, and she was like, "Why is this all messed up right here?" I'm like, "I don't know." You had ribbons of tape yeah, every everywhere. fucking where I, like, I was like a per, like them guys in the production yeah. room just shit yeah you were, you were cutting fucking film I'm like tape this back together I want to see that tape I want to see it now <laughs> oh man so yeah I'm gonna go with that one what do you what do you got Schultz oh, it's back to me already yeah oh dude I got an iconic one dude weird science weird science is a good flick that's another great set of tits you know what though they never they never revealed those ones no they it was did. a great movie right they did not give you full well she was in the shower didn't, with the boys you didn't see her tits no, no, no. Dude, I would know. All right, well, maybe I replayed that in my head differently. Anthony Michael Hall would have felt up on him. He probably would. <laughs> uh, yeah. He'd have done a lot of coke right off the he, He's a, he's an eighty star that just like. What the, the hell earth. happened to him? He was in something. He was in something like in jail. 
No, he like, <laughs> might have been. No, no, he made like an appearance on like uh, Entourage. Like but, that's like, what he. Yeah. He hasn't done shit since Johnny B. Good. Which you, a, that was a great movie. That's another great. Fucking... I'll take Johnny B. Good. <laughs> that's yeah, amazing. I was gonna say, you got fucking. I love that movie. Stop saying names. We're gonna go five rounds on this because this is All so right. easy. It's like once five. Johnny B. Once. Good, where he's like the top star recruit, and like big. Ta- all these schools are trying to recruit him, and like. He ends up going. To, uh, I was thinking of a completely different movie. He Never goes, mind. ends up going to a little Christian school. He goes to like state. Yeah, yeah. With the dude. Oh man, I I can't, dude. I can't believe we haven't hit this. No one's touched on this, dude. Probably one of my fit, most seen movies of all time, dude. I'm going Michael J. Fox Back to the Future. Great, that's flick. a good one. That's I mean, dude. That's that's money all day. That's money in the bank, dude. Doc. Emmett Brown, a little bit potatoes. Good, and you know the what? The done. whole trilogy, I'll watch it. I, I don't like the Wild Wild West one. I, no, like, I mean, if it's on. I, I mean, right, like I said, that's the third one, but I, that third one is okay. It's way the better than the Beverly Hills one. are great. Yeah, right. when he goes back and steals the gambling book. And then he has to like go back to the future because he went back to the past. It was the wrong past. And he had to go back to the, It was like, this is great. It so many up. plot twists. Who made this M. Night Shyamalan? <laughs> We're going to do one more ride. This is, this is a great Oh, time. dude, I came up with a great one. Johnny Dangerously. That's a terrible Michael movie. Michael Keaton? No, no, that's a good one. I love, dude, I love Johnny Dangerously. And like, yeah. Dude, I love it. Like I grew up on it. That, it's like, but it's like not a, too many people see it because I always try to tell Johanna like the scene. It's where, like a spoof of like it's a gangster movie. It's a spoof. Yeah. Remember, remember the scene where like the laundry falls out on like because the mother's always doing laundry. Yeah. <laughs> I always like tell Johanna like that's her and she like never gets it because she didn't see it. But I love it. <laughs> and the I, dude's I, like you farging icehole. I feel farging icehole. I feel like the dudes of our age group, like the dudes are thirty five to forty. We've seen all the eighties movies. But I don't feel like the women gave two shits about the 80s movie. Like, they didn't see as many as... Because we'd seen them all. You know what I mean? Like, there's, uh, for her not to see Johnny Dangerously... And, That's, it's, it's insane. Yeah. What do you got? <sighs> fuck. Oh, uh, man. I, I know the movie... What the fuck? Chuck Norris. Yeah. First Blood? No. That's fucking... Oh, why can't, why can't I think of it, dude? <laughs> It's like we're. It's like the fucking. Do these pilots take over the plane? You're thinking, not Con Air, are you? No, it's not Con Air. Why Chuck Norris is on a goddamn airplane. Dude, <laughs> it, him and the, the the dude who's in uh, joy, the that black dude who's in uh, he's like the coach of state. Oh, uh, dude, it, it's like a, it's like a military movie t- type thing. I'm sorry. But it's like kind of like in Delta, Delta, Delta Force. Delta Force. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Todd. I did see that. That's a good flick. I just had to go out. Like, I, I usually like all comedies. But Del- Any, if, Delta, if you haven't seen Delta Force in a long time and you watch it, it's pretty It's pretty solid. Dude, I got one that, like, I can't believe Rosado didn't bring up because we've talked about this movie a million fucking times. I'll let you have it. The Dream Team. Dream Team. It's probably one of the best fucking movies. You I didn't can't see- even think of it. What is this? It's the one thing? with Michael Keaton is in hey. the insane asylum, and then they like let them out to go to the baseball game. <laughs> yeah, and him yeah. and that, the best part of the movie is when the dude who thinks he's Jesus Christ goes into that church, and he's like giving a, like a testimonial, and he's like, "I was dancing with with alcohol, and I was loving drugs, <laughs> <laughs> and there was women." Oh Lord, fine women, <laughs> and he pulls his clothes off, and he's fucking butt naked, and fucking um, Christopher Lloyd comes in, and like they yank him out of the church, but like, dude, that was like a, that was a pretty quick draft we threw together. That was an easy draft. I think they were all like, I could I could do fifty. 50, 50 rounds. Yeah, right. I, I thought that was like a good way of feeling. Plus, like we, I mean, we all got. I think like even people that listen to this in their twenties and stuff. Like they all have seen like a lot of these eighties movies. So I think that, that was a great draft. Do you, do you know anybody that like every, anytime you reference a movie, they've never fucking seen it? I got a cousin like it. Every anytime you like make a joke about a movie, he's like. Oh, who's Dante? Wait. Yes, I, I think Dante. He's, 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 so old, he's a millennial, dude. He's like my cousin. I'm like, cuz, sit down. I gave him a list of movies. Like, watch these before next time I see you, dude. My cousin Fran, he's like ten years younger than me. You know, we're Italian. Like, dude, you never seen like Godfather, like Goodfellas. You never seen Goodfellas, dude. He like finally, like I like, I think we were like spraying. I'm like, dude, I, I'm like trying to talk to him about him. He's like, I've never seen any of them. I'm like, here's a list. <laughs> Go watch all of these. I don't know how you're Italian. And you don't know these movies. Oh man, how could you be Italian and not watch? Yeah, Godfather? like now you can't leave. How could you be American and not watch a goddamn Godfather? Yeah, like what do you watch? I don't even know what nationality I am. I just, <laughs> I'm actually Jewish. I just find out my cousin did ancestry and like somehow we're Jewish. I'm like, well, uh, Mazel Tov. I'm like, it's so weird because. 
I was raised Catholic, but <laughs> I, I don't know. My mom didn't get that memo. But, you know, so anybody, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to be right back with more Greenfield's Finest Podcast. Are you in the market right now for buying a house? Maybe in the market for selling a house. Have you heard about Carlson Associates Real Estate Services? If you haven't, maybe you should check them out. They're located right here locally in Pittsburgh at 106 South 18th Street in Southside. A lot of people think that they only service the Southside, but that's not true. They handle all the Pittsburgh area, and they also handle property management too. So if you're looking for a good real estate company that's locally owned and locally ran, call Carlson Associates Real Estate Services at 412-431-1718. That's 412-431-1718. And tell them Z-Bird sent you. Oh, man, I don't know if you guys have ever felt like this, but I woke up this morning and my toilet's running. I can't get it to stop running. My water bill last month was double. I didn't know what to do. Thank goodness for Niscatch Plumbing. I called them. They were there right away and took care of the problem. And it didn't cost me hardly anything. They're registered master plumbers and fully insured. That's Niscatch Plumbing. Phone number 412-337-4047. 412-337-4047. Thank you, Niscatch Plumbing. If you're like me, I bet you have the same opinion. Are you sick and tired of smoking hot chicks and delicious chicken wings? Well, I know I am. So if you are too, make sure you stay away from bootleggers over in Oakland at 403 Semple Street. Because all it is is delicious chicken wings, cheap drinks, and smoking hot bartenders. That's bootleggers at 403 Semple Street over in Oakland. Over or not. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Greenfoot's Finest Podcast, and I hope you're ready for your favorite segment, What's Grinding My Gears. We're going to get cut off today with Johnny Rosado. All right, my gear grinder. So <laughs> every time I'm driving somewhere and I'm like, I'm in a hurry, I catch every red light, and it's like the longest red light of all time. Yes. But every time I like need a break from driving to like write a text message back or like look through like my car for something, and I look down to do it, I get a green light right away, and some asshole beats behind me I, I i actually i witnessed this i think one of the funniest ones that happens to resort it what's well, not really funny but like we'll be driving through oakland just cruising the street slowly sometimes it happens to be a little bit of scenery around there and we get every fucking green light we're in a hurry to get back to the shop it's every red light and there's a seven pile car up yeah. uh, seven car yeah. pile up on the fucking homestead out of a bridge it's just the way life works right like I'm, if i gotta shit my pants and i'm flying home <laughs> to shit my pants i catch every red light and i get cut no, off you like get stuck behind like a funeral or a yeah. truck or something you know F funniest thing but that's funny you say that because like i worked with shuley before too and me and shuley were like working in his yard and shuley was like all right let's get out of here he's like dude i gotta go home and shit and we made it like probably mm, a third of a mile down the street, Shuley pulls over, like, grab the fucking cone. And he just jumped over the barricade and shit right on the one side well, of the guardrail. We guard were stuck rail. in that, that construction. I was like, it's coming. You know, it's either, I'm either going to shit my pants or I'm going to shit on the fucking how, how 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 far? Like, Not far. No, no, I was about seven feet. Were you in the eyesight of people? <laughs> yeah. No, no, I mean, it was like a hill. Like You could have seen my shirt. You didn't see my asshole. I, I, okay, I was there. Like, <laughs> Shuley... Jumped over and first off, his feet got caught on the guardrail, so he lands on his fucking shoulder. No, I I, I I landed like a fucking gymnast off of the horse. So bro. he's like, he's like, I got a fucking shit. Put them cones back. He's like, I don't want to hit the truck. And like, he literally just pulled his pants down. Shit, right there. Like yeah. his truck was blocking it. But like, if anyone coming from from Kennywood wouldn't see him shitting, but if you're hey. going to Kennywood. You yeah, well, have a good day. Yeah, you're like, gonna see. You know what? I had I, I had the virus. <laughs> I don't know. This wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm trying to figure out exactly where you are. Right before you like coming from Kennywood. Right before you merged like underneath the fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Bridge, right there, there was all them cones. Were, yeah, like, the yeah, yeah, And I was like, right. yo, move them cones. He's like, well, let me move the fucking cones. And he fucking moved. And I pulled over. Oh man, it was yeah. that. I shit my pants. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah. if it's go time, I mean, yeah. it's go time, guys. Dude, you ever like hold it so bad, like you get to your destination, but if you like step out of the car, wrong, you might shit yourself. Right. That's what it was, dude. Like I, I, I duck walked all the way over to the guardrail, <laughs> fucking tripped over it, landed, <laughs> landed like a champion though. I'll be honest with you. Did you get a, Did you lose a sock or you just pulled them up? And no, I fucking grabbed a handful of fucking napkins like a champion, dude. Yeah, so you prepared. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's why the only reason I have napkins in my truck. It's a, yeah, you yeah it's, it's a necessity. I mean, I, I, I'm saying people run out of napkins every so often. I, I, I remember one other time like, I was working with Shuley, 
and we were working at this house and I had a shit and it was when I was on drugs and like I just I didn't get drugs that morning so I was like I they call it dope sick for our audience and you just start having the diarrhea like immediately well there was a big giant pine tree in his backyard so I'm like fuck it I can't make it anywhere but here so I run to the pine tree pull my pants down I'm leaning up against the tree and this old Italian lady comes out and just starts watering her grass for some reason and sees my feet under there and starts squirting me I'm like what are you doing she, what are you doing to my tree I'm like just leave me alone you know what I mean <laughs> wait, wait. but the best part about it was on that lady's side of the tree it went down like the, the branches went to the ground on the other side they stopped at like three feet so you <laughs> You couldn't see him standing up, but you could see him squatting down, taking a shit. My dad's like, what the fuck's Mike at? I'm like, I just pointed, dude, and he was like, what the fuck? I'm like, obviously he's taking a shit. I mean, we can see his whole ass. Like, what the fuck? His dad's, and your dad's like, you're all right? I'm like, uh, Joe, you think I can get an advance on my pay immediately? Or, or I'll be up there shitting in about four minutes. <laughs> He's like, oh, you fucking ass. We were, like, leveling out a, a yard for some poor little albino kid that couldn't, like, walk on uh We did fix ground. it for him, yeah. Yeah, we did a great job for him. I'm not a kid. Cool little kid. Uh, Shuli, what's your gear grinder? All right, so I'm going to have to throw this right back to Rosa again. Good. Because, uh... <laughs> Keep like, them coming. And, it, and the funny I, thing I is, it. it's, it's Rosa and laundry again. Like, I don't know about you guys. I like... There's nothing better than a pair of, like, fresh, brand new, fluffy comfortable socks dude yeah i like socks. right okay yeah. and i do that so i always have like three or four like wrapped up in the bag that they came in you know tucked in the back for when i when i gotta throw one away i pull one out you know yeah. i went there today on the way here and don't you know this freaking broad used every, wore every one of my brand and new didn't, socks didn't tell you about didn't it. even replace them didn't buy me a new pack nothing dude. how big's her feet dog i mean it's, you know like the heel <laughs> goes up to her calf dude but when they're fresh like they're fresh and fluffy dude right. like i like that That's i like it like, the only the only drawback of that is there's a lot of toe jam when you take that sock off later it's like uh, from a fresh sock yeah yeah, yeah. You, oh yeah you gotta yeah, clean you got your feet fuzz. off you got a little fuzz, there's fuzz all over the but place dude, there's nothing better than putting it on and then just like you know especially if you like a new pair of, of shoes you gotta have yeah. like a fresh white right especially or if you're going to buy shoes so like, so now i have like work socks and i had and like work socks you know what i mean like she jacked all my good socks and it just it burns my ass, dude. dude. Like what the fuck? I do the same thing with them. I new can't pair have of socks. nothing nice. And I can I could tell when like dude like the sock laundry is just hurting because I got five million pair. Right. If I gotta pull out one of these new pairs, I'm like Johanna, where's all the black socks at? Like I wear mostly these black socks, like in like there's just like a a tub of my black socks unfolded. They're clean. But they're not they're not combined they're not combined so you gotta go in there like a claw i gotta go to in there in, in the morning <laughs> and like like i'm like pulling work socks and like trying to figure out yeah. it's like dark i don't want to turn the light on okay no i'm just like you know just fold these fucking socks yeah it's like you're going in there like the claw just trying to reach out and grab anything. yeah hope right? you grab two of the same yeah, i mean i'm gonna flex right now i got two mismatched socks on you know what i mean i got a black one and a I got a black one and a black one, but they ain't the, the toes ain't the same. I got one gold. Yeah, I toe. hate that. I got one, and it drives me nuts. It bothers me. One gold toe and one gray bottom. Dude, if mine says if there's a says white Hanes on the bottom or it's the pink Hanes, because I have small feet, so sometimes I buy women's socks. <laughs> that, that, that bothers me. That's but then Johanna will borrow my socks too, and she'll do the same thing, like pull them up, like. She probably got similar size feet, but like she'll like pull them all super tight. Then yeah. I'll go to wear them, and she'll stretch out my socks. Yeah. So Joanna got bigger feet than you. I'd say they're the same size. <laughs> 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 Technically bigger, but I think she pulls them on like super tight. Yeah, she stretches them. She stretches them out. Yeah. She that's what that's what Rose does. She so might have Sasquatch feet. Ass, dude. Dude, I'm Sasquatch. Uh, my name's Daryl. I'll get to my gear grinder. <laughs> it's like this, like it kind of like happened with me and Rosado a little bit, but it happened with me and my lady too. I bought these things called liquid IVs. You put them in your water; they're fucking delicious. They energize you. They're, it's like the best thing ever. Now, like sometimes like, you like tell someone how good something is, and you'll be like try to share it with them. Like, would you like one? And like my lady was like, no. I'm like, I just told you it's the best thing ever. It's going to make you feel amazing. There's energy in this packet. It, it's going to change your life. That's okay. I'm not going to try one. And then Tate Rosado, we're in a truck. I'm like, Rosado, you want to try one of these? I'm like, dude, they're so good. Rosado's like, oh, I think I'm good. Yeah, maybe it's because I told him I shit my pants all morning. But like, yeah. he was like, I don't that, think... It looked like celery water. <laughs> yeah, but dude, like, it just dropped. When people, like, don't trust my opinion on products, like, dude, I'm... 
part of a major suit, major media news source. Like you can't trust me on some liquid IV, which Joe Greer knows about too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a shame when you know people just don't want to take your word for Dude, it. Dude, like, what do I got to show you statistics? You know, right. what he, you know what he did to me the other week. <laughs> We're cutting grass. It's about ninety degrees. He's like, dude, you want a frozen Capri Sun? I'm like, honestly, dude, I'd love one right now. And he like went in his bag. He's like, dude, I only got one left. You can't have it. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, that's fucking cool. You dude, fucking uh, piece of shit. Built you up, yeah. Right? Oh, but listen, man. He had, in, yeah, Indian giver. <laughs> he, he had, but he had other beverages. On, on deck. I that, didn't have a frosty Capri Sun. Yeah, I, you too. He was like, yeah, that. dude. I was cold. He was like, dude, these are like the best when they're frozen. I'm like, all right, yeah, you're right. I'll take one. But then Mal- he tries to push this like weird IV. He did push some shit on me one week. He'd be like, I put it in my water, made my water so sweet I couldn't even drink the water. The passion fruit. But that was like, dude, I'm telling you, like, you just gotta stick. You gotta stick with it. Handle the whole tw- the whole packet with the water, and dude, it hydrates you. Like, and it has caffeine in it. It's not like a Red Bull. It makes you feel like great. I don't know. That's just my thing. It's been driving me nuts. Like whenever people like they don't trust my my advice. They see how healthy I'm living my life, and that's about it. Well, dude, we're, <laughs> uh, it looks like we're about to take a quick. Actually, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and then we're gonna be back with our final segment of Greenfield's Finest Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? When Greenfield's Finest Podcast crew orders pizza, we only go to one place, and that's Capizudo's Pizza, located at 505 Greenfield Avenue, phone number 412-521-6570. Best pizza in Greenfield by far. Check them out. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Are you sick of your general contractor having sex with your wife? Well, I was too, and that's when I found out about Schaefer Inc. Schaefer Inc.'s primary goal is to deliver unbeatable quality for all your construction needs. They aim to firstly be a company principle-driven, and to achieve this, the importance is ethical business practices. That includes great work and not having sex with your wife. Please check out Schaefer Inc. for all your contracting needs. Give them a call at 412-915-1694. That's 412-915-1694. If you're having lawn problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems and the grub ain't one. It's 2020. Time to get your motherfucking lawn right. If it ain't tight, it ain't right. You best call Rosado and Sons. 412-521-9045. 412-521-9045. And get your motherfucking lawn right. I don't know about you, but I ain't got time to be packing boxes and moving stuff all the way around the tri-state area. I just don't got time for it. But I got to move. What am I supposed to do? Thank goodness I find out about Miracle Movers. Fully bonded and insured, serving the Tri-County area. And they go long and short distance. I just find out they do commercial delivery, too. That's Miracle Movers at 412-419-2620. 412-419-2620. And tell them Z-Bird sent you. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Greenfield's Finest Podcast. In the final segment, what would Greenfield do? Whoop, whoop. All right, guys, here's the question. Hey, I'm going to answer this one first. If you could pick any character from TV or movies to be your college roommate, who would it be? I'm thinking, like, fun. I'm in college. I'm partying. I'm having the time of my life. Dude, I have to say... John Belushi, Animal House. I was just gonna say that, I'm like, dude, because like I, I used to like to have a couple cans of beer and a lot of cocaine and some painkillers. So I think me and him would have hit it off great. I mean, he definitely ended up in Animal House. He ended up getting the hottest piece of cooze in the movie. You know what I mean? He, it took yeah. him a while to get there. You know what I mean? But once he got her, he got her. So he'd be the that would be who I'd want to hang out with when I was in college. I can't, I can't argue with that one bit, dude. He, he seems like. The, the coolest motherfucker in the world in that movie, dude. He's great. And then, like, you hear stories about that, dude. Like, all, like, the Saturday Night Live stories. Like, people were like, that dude was just the fucking best. Oh, he yeah. He was a sick maniac. Yeah. He partied, like. He was from Greenfield. Like, the Animal House. Like, that was, like, a, probably a, a the edge of what he really was like, dude. He was just, like, nonstop, they said. like, Well, cocaine was huge back then. Huge. And it was probably good. Yeah, it, it was good. It was good. It was good and available. Yeah, that's a good thing. Like, like not all cocaine no, is created equal. No, no, <laughs> yeah, it's not. Once it gets to Greenfield, yeah, that Greenfield re-rock. <laughs> but dude, that's what made me think of that. Like, I love that scene in Animal House. 
just like because I was known as the guzzler back in my drinking days. And when he grabs that bottle with Jack Daniels and fucking hammers that down, I'm just like I seen that when I was 12, and I was like, man, I want to be an alcoholic. And like, <laughs> I, and I, I like sought after that, and like I achieved that. I've never drank in a whole bottle with Jack Daniels like that, but I've like hammered 40s like that, but never bottle Jack Daniels. But still, he gave me something to strive for. And he ultimately was my hero growing up. That's I've seen I dudes bong. Remember, I'd seen dudes bong like fifths of uh, Jack or like, and then like beer bong it, beer yeah, bong it, and yeah. then like a half hour later they're passed Puke, out, puking. Or yeah, that's not like yeah. Out. They, I, I definitely seen that too, and it's like, like the older dudes get it's like dudes are hammering shots or they got a little equalizer, they're partying up and they're staying up later. But when you're younger, you're just getting after it as fast as possible, and like that's why so many dudes are like shitting it. You know, what I mean, you end up shitting your pants or pissing your pants and. You know what I mean? You end up getting no coups, waking up. Yeah, and you're not Don getting Sylvan. any coups that way. No, waking up Don Sylvan, getting butt-fucked by a deer. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> falling in a manhole. Yeah, falling in a manhole. Like, it's just all, like, I think it's a learning experience from, like, drinking and stuff. What do you, which one do you guys want to go for? What do you, what do you think, Rosado? You, you got somebody? You want yeah, I do, get, I do. Who you got, Big Shul? Now, re, rerun that question sure. for me again. Give, give that it to was me. Say, it was saying, if you could pick a character, pick any character, now you from TV or movies, yeah, and he's gonna be your college roommate. All right, I got it already. This is perfect. Thornton Mellon. Oh my Rodney god, Rodney Dangerfield yeah. in fucking back to school. I, I got that. He got a ton of loot. He's hilarious and loves cocaine and, and loves cocaine and coos. <laughs> cocaine and coos. He got I mean, the that, two C's and that dude. And not only that, so I'm gonna give you a bonus point for that. You don't only get him, but you get his, you get fucking Paulie comes with yeah. him. Yeah, who crushes the dude? The best is the best. But like the thing in that movie is his son's such a needle dick. Needle dick, dude. like such a needle dick, and he's mad because his dad's like the life of the party, just pounding coos, blowing rails behind. Did scene. the triple fucking Lindy? The triple, triple Lindy. fucking Lindy, <laughs> and his corn dick son can't even make the team. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and I, I'm like, dude, what the fuck, dude? But. Yeah, dude, he, that, also got, he also that, paying for people to do your homework too. So and, you don't gotta do shit. Right. And yeah, above NASA all that, doing his astrology remember, homework, he made the dorm room like fucking sick as hell. Remember, he knocked down like walls and, and like redid the whole dorm room. This is what made me hate that actor forever. The dude who played <laughs> his, his son. son. He was in the movie Christine too. When his son refused to live in that dorm room, I said, "You're a real fucking nerd. You're hanging out at the time with Robert Downey Jr., who has purple hair. You like one girl on campus, and she wants nothing to do with you because you're some fucking weirdo cowboy." On the fucking swim team. Uh, you're getting no coups. Your old man comes up here. He's a straight legend, busting out triple indies like it's nobody's business. He rolled up here with a deep package. He's just ready to party up the whole time. Unlimited campus. package. Unlimited package. He's hanging out with fucking Paulie from Rocky. That's his fucking. That's his wingman. That's his fucking head buster. And you're like, I don't like this room, Dad. Like, you know what? I don't like you, fuck. Take yeah. the fuck out. I want to do my own homework. Like, like go fucking do it, Dad. Yeah, you fucking nerd. You know, that's why I never seen him in another movie except where his car tried to kill him. And then Christine, <laughs> I don't yeah. blame his car. Yeah. I don't blame him. His <laughs> car seen the movie. Yeah. Like, I hate you too. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Even Todd laughed. <laughs> Good answer, though, Schultz. Uh, what, do you, what do you got, Rosado? Uh, I guess I'm going to go with Van Wilder. He's like the last man on the total pool. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Sorry, I like Ryan Reynolds. I'd, Ryan Reynolds. I'd hang out with just Ryan Reynolds. Ryan he doesn't Reynolds. have to be Van Wilder. That's why I was thinking of Ryan. Van Wilder. I guess it, I, I snatched it from there. No, but, but yeah. even Ryan Reynolds. He's like a great-looking dude, you know what I mean? He's handsome. He's going to pull you some He has one-liners that will, like, yeah. crash the world. Dude. But I, isn't that movie actually made after Burt Kreischer? What? Uh, Van Wilder. That's what you said. No, Todd just gave me the thumbs up, and obviously I'm right. So he made, it's, but, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's Ryan... It's loosely based on his life. Right, but Ryan Reynolds is getting way more coups than Burt Kreischer. Oh, absolutely. But, 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 you want, but yeah, I guess you could hang out with Burt Kreischer, too, because he parties cool. like an animal. Are you, you like, a fan of his comedy? Burt Kreischer? You said you like yeah. to stand up? I do, I do. The Machine? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I see him. It was cool. Yeah, I mean, but some's no, better than others, obviously, just like any other comedian. You know, you can't fucking knock them all out the park. I see, I talked to dudes who went and seen them live, and they said fucking... They, they were like kind of expecting it. They were like, I don't know how it's going to be. And they said the last show he did in Pittsburgh, like Croft and them dudes said he was fucking great. They well, said it was he said it was fucking awesome. Where, where were we at? The uh, DVE fucking show. Wasn't, show. wasn't he there? No, for, no, no, that wasn't, no, it okay. wasn't here. Never mind. It was uh, Bill Burr was the headliner yeah, for that. Yeah. That was fucking... That was an awesome night. That was a good show. 
show. That was crazy because I remember Paul got us them tickets. We were sitting at booth. I mean, we got to see Croft like perform in front of six thousand people, which was super cool. But all the comedians were pretty good. Bill Burr just fucking Bill killed Burr it. Shredded it. it he shredded that chick in the audience. Like, ah, shut the fuck up <laughs> about your abortion rights. He's like, I don't want to hear your shit. <laughs> and meanwhile, he was actually speaking up. Like, if you don't have a dick or if you don't have a vagina, you shouldn't be able like to talk yeah. about. He, he was, was on her side. He was on her <laughs> side. He was just like he was like just say. But what did how did he he phrased it like he's like but this just have an understanding that you're killing something like, <laughs> yeah. she like lost it yeah and she was like fuck you and then he was like fuck me fuck you and like I'm like this is like a professional at his best like th there's no heckling he's, dude he's built that's for his shit zone, like that dude that's yeah. his fucking realm dude he crushes people when you try to come at him yeah that's not one dude I'd want to get all fucking shit face drunk and try to heckle. You know what I mean? No, he's gonna kill. There's him. a video of him in Philly where like the Philly crowd is like going after him, and he just starts like his whole set turns into him the heckling the Philly crowd. Yeah, he made fun and, of like everything. counting down his time, like fuck you, I still got nine minutes, and he's like your dirty shithole city <laughs> for, for like nine <laughs> minutes, and by the end they were like cheering for him. He's like you bunch of racist, you got a fucking statue of uh, Rocky Balboa. He ain't even a real person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is fucking yeah, true. Yeah, he killed him, dude. He killed him. And then he'd be like, two minutes left. Did that, but that that is funny. Have you never seen a Rocky statue, though? No, I've, no. No, I've never seen I've been I've to Philly been personally. I got, I got uh, beat one time in Philly. I, I, <laughs> I was in Philly. My sister was going to school there. And I went to, like, go pick up a pizza or something. And uh, this dude sold me a digital camera. It was... It, <laughs> There was nothing digital about this thing. It was surely bought like one of them fucking cameras where you like click it back and he bought a disposable camera. Right, it, it, it was like that, but it was in the body of a beautiful fucking like like video camera and shit. Like, dude, I was like, I talked him down, so I was proud of myself. Yeah. He wanted a hundred. I was like, dude, I got like forty bucks, dude. So I got it for forty, and then I found out he got me for forty. <laughs> oh, dude, that was all worth it to get to that fucking endpoint of you getting beat in Philly. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not buy a, a, a fucking camera off the street in the off middle of Off a random dude in yeah. the middle of the night. Yeah. I was beer bonging rum and cokes. There <laughs> um, <laughs> you go. Well, um, all right, everybody. We had a great episode tonight. Um, we're hoping that Jack's going to be back with us. You know, keep your thoughts and prayers with Jack and his family. Um, also, please remember to vote for us. And I'll be posting some stuff this week. Vote, share, vote again. If you're able to vote multiple days, keep, keep voting. And also, we are dropping... We're meeting with the people that make our clothes. We're going to be dropping a ton of merchandise at the end of this month. So please hop on that and get ready for that because people have been asking about shirts, hats, everything. We're going to have everything on there and more hoodies. We've got some crazy new designs. You guys are going to love it. I hope everybody has a great week. And just remember, Greenfield loves you.